Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much In this 60-minute masterclass, y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass Or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I am answering a question today from a listener about vegetarian veganism and navigating that whole challenge honestly um, through recovery so let's just dive right in and remember if you have a question for this show please send it to myself at instagram which is going to be the ha society go check that out or you can email your question in danny at bhasociety.com and i'm more than happy to answer your question okay let's dive right in so molly sends me an email it's called ha recovery while vegan and she says hi danny 
I hope you're doing well. First off, I want to say thank you for all the work you do and the content you put out. Thanks, Molly. Appreciate it. It has been a great source of comfort and information in my recovery process. Good. Okay. I am vegan and have been for about seven years. I became vegetarian eight years ago and went vegan soon after that. The greatest reason I did um, the greatest reason I did it has always been because of my personal morals and love for animals. However, it did not help my eating disorder, which had already been on and off for about four years when I went vegetarian. The time I went vegan also happened to line up with a traumatic event in my life that triggered me to start restricting again. This was when I first had HA. I continued restricting while also exercising and hit my lowest weight about two and a half years since my last period. I started working with a recovery team, great, okay, good, and got my period back nine months after I hit my lowest weight. After this, it was more or less consistent, though I noticed it was very sensitive to any change or stress, and I often went a few months without it. However, I recently relapsed into restricting, though not nearly as bad as before, after a lot of stressful events and have lost it again. To make it worse, I started running to ease my anxiety and that quickly became obsessive. The last time I had a cycle was October, 2022. I have reached a point where I'm desperate to get it back. My desperation and anxiety are at an all time high. I feel fatigued and dizzy all the time and I'm constantly cold and achy. I know a lot of these symptoms would likely improve if I got my period back, which is why I'm so desperate. I have stopped running and have been eating more and my BMI is about 19.8 and I have still not had any sign of a period. As much as I hate to consider this, I'm wondering if I would start feeling better and maybe be able to get my period back if I went from vegan to vegetarian. I feel like I know the answer and just need some confirmation as to whether or not it would be helpful. I got it back while staying vegan the first time, so maybe it is possible, but I was hoping you could share your thoughts on this. I know I would feel incredibly guilty for incorporating animal products into my diet again, but the way I've been feeling has severely impacted my life and I know I should be putting my health and body first. You know, first of all, thank you. This is such a, um, I guess just like honest, detailed email about like, well, it's well articulated all over feelings. I'm right here with you. I understand what's going on. Now, I do not have a history of vegan and vegetarianism. We actually had a big group call, community call recently. Um, and we, it, there was like 20 girls on it, which is a big group. It's not usually that big. And I was like, Who's who else is here is having issues with the protein thing? Because this has never been a problem for me. So I just want to put up front that I have not been there. And I know that there are a lot of people on YouTube, especially who share their story about going from veganism to vegetarianism, pescatarianism, incorporating meat, all kinds of things for reasons just like you, Molly. So I just want to put that out there that I'm sure you've read all that. And I like that just, I'm coming in from that perspective. Now from a coaching client's perspective, I've seen this a lot. Um, and vegans can recover as you know, you have had a period, but I mean, you, you may not get to like go and do other things as well. Like we can't have our vegan cake 
and eat it too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora, cornucopia of things. But in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing? And these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing, whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body, or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference even. We have created a checklist. It's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery. And it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and it will be waiting for you there. So, you know, I think it'll be very, it sounds like it's very difficult and the circumstances have to be like absolutely perfect for you to maintain a period with veganism. And I'm not sure if that's realistic. The question about um, whether or not, I just think you asked this. Okay. The question about whether or not you need to, I can't tell you because we've seen everything. But I recently had a, this amazing... Um, client and she it took a long time right like we have an average of four four to ten weeks for recovery for clients but if you're gonna come in and say i have this this and this um non-negotiable right like i still have to train at a high level or i still have to be a vegan we're gonna have to add time onto that expected timeline and that is reality so there's that for anyone you know who's wondering but for cycle optimization, it's really hard to do it without adequate fats and proteins as well. And these are just very difficult. And I know every vegetarian vegan likes to come out and say, you can get protein from a lot of places, but this is not, um, people are saying it wrong. <laughs> it's not about the protein, it's about the amino acids and it's about the ones that are essential to get in your diet because you can't get them from anywhere else. So we do really need to have that broad spectrum of protein sources and animal proteins have to be in it. And we have girls in our community and in our coaching that can attest. They will attest. Oh, 
think of one girl right now. I'm going to call her A.T. Came to um, many, many calls and also had, you know, a super high stress job. She, I, I got her to incorporate me for a month and she did and she got her period and it was glorious. And then she backed off that the meat and it didn't come back and we had to reincorporate that and rework on it and as well work on stress and things like that um but then she she recovered i have another one oh and now she's pregnant and then i have another one who she is not a vegetarian for um moral reasons but she was raised that way by her parents and so she just has a massive aversion to animal products and meat but we were able to get her to add in eggs and butter And it took her a long time, like a longer time than the regular um, time frame, but she re she recovered. So she's pregnant too. She's pregnant too. So I just want you to know that all of that um, is possible, but it's a longer road. It is more difficult, and you're going to have to eat a lot of things that you're more comfortable with. If you can do dairy, great. I will be able to help someone who's willing to eat dairy, right? But we can't have other negotiations on top right you can't be like well i don't want to eat me but i also want to run 50 miles a day blah, 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 blah. like if you're going to make concessions in some places you're not going to be able to make concessions in others so just think about it like that but it's taken me a minute to get back to you know a few weeks if you don't have your cycle back and you don't have any signs and you don't have any cervical mucus something needs to change and if you're willing to go from vegan to vegetarian in order to get there, that's a great start. Because then you can have some dairy and that's going to be absolutely huge. And then worst case scenario, you become pescatarian and you will be fine. You have seen evidence that your body can do this. You know that you can do this. So just have a go. I hope I answered your question. This is like a really long question. Um, but I wanted to just get straight to the point of like, Hey, if what you're doing is not working, then yes, like you said, you know your answer, but I don't think you have to become a carnivore to do the whole thing, you know? Um, add some dairy in from some happy cows and goats. Um, and then if, those, if that's not working after a certain point, try some eggs, you know, things like this. Um, yeah, sometimes we can't have our vegan cake and eat it too. And we can't always have our morals and be healthy. And so at a certain point, you know, it's, it's okay for you to sit down with yourself, your pen and paper and say like, okay, what do I really want to put first? My health or my morals? And it, you are free to choose whichever one you want. I don't care which one you choose you know, but it sounds like you feel pretty crap. So that might be where you're at. And you know, the world needs people like you in order to push the produce industry, the farming industry to provide better options. So get on your high horse, become that vigilante and start insisting that animals be treated differently and fairly so that you can have butter from a cow that you're comfortable with right like i truly believe that um you should make your mess your message and if that's something even if it just means you 
spend the money on the more expensive products because you know they're from happier animals like you're doing your part and you're healthy too and that's what's really going to change the world because you being a vegan is not going to change shit i want it to but it's not because we need meat or else we're all literally um we'll end the human population ourselves if we all became vegan and the vegan you're just not going to make everyone else vegan so what really needs to change here is the industry um, and we need to demand that and put our money where our mouth is and pay that so that more people can pop up and do the same thing and then eventually drive the prices down you know what i'm saying okay this was helpful i would love to know i'm curious if you guys have a separate um, experience or a similar experience you know with veganism vegetarianism let us know especially in the comments i'm so curious about the um, experiences of people introducing animal products um, and then those who didn't but like how hard do you have to work to keep your cycle consistent all that good stuff i would love to know below and if you have a question you want to submit head to the ha society on instagram or send me an email or comment below i also answer all of the YouTube questions in videos too. All right, guys, see you later. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So temp drops accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature this includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns.
So track your ovulation in real time with the temp drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp which is important for overall thyroid function which is often low in women with underperforming hormones so rather than eat seaweed snacks every day i get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine so if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way they ship to most countries so you should be covered just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society just HA Society at the checkout for the 10% off that's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.